Good evening, godless sodomites. Just right. skittles in general those are like bad for me like for legitimately they're bad for everyone they're like no but like i get that but like they're you remember banned in like about... the eu bro but you remember like yeah they just call them something different that's like they know what mars knows what's skittles yeah right <laughs> no they're skittles with d's skittles <laughs> i was no, like diddles I'm saying that they're like the, those fucking Pez are that were for you, where you're like, somebody stop me! Yeah. <laughs> My shit's blow! It is, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's all good now, everyone. Poop is, get... poop is good, and welcome to the excommunication <laughs> station. I am your host, Chaz. That's I'm why you joined... got the flu. <laughs> yeah, but maybe. Your immune uh... system dropped with all the pez. All that blue dye. <laughs> blue dye Just suck the will to live out of me. Oh, look. WebMD says blue dye number five can give you the flu. <laughs> <laughs> the worst flu you've ever had. Um, and I'm joined by Chrissy and Donovan. How are you guys? Good. Good. You know. Great. We just caught up like five minutes ago because mm -hmm. we just recorded a decent Christian talk. So those are on the Patreon. Uh, yeah, so, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's uh, get started. Who are we what talking we about today? Who are we talking about today, Chaz? Well, well, uh, we could do an Inquisition and we're... What? Oh, is that what we do here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, do new. forgiveness? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Let's do forgiveness. Okay. Okay, cool. Reach out, touch faith. Mm. Oh, right. dude, I love that cover that the that Iron Sheik did. Of, uh, enjoy the silence? Yeah, it was really cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, did you put it in the last episode? I did. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get to I, the I did end the of it fade yet. into it at the end. Oh, cool! Very cool. And then Very it cool. like came in. It was really cool. It was like, I like my looks. I like my personality. Where's my silence? Fucking dope. All right, who's got something? Oh, I did, mm -hmm. but I was fucking pulling it up because I I was talking because I'm just my brain. I have. Uh, one. I uh, got uh, it. Go ahead, you guys go. I got it. All right, baby. Uh, I want to say Kirby because it's like, I what just did you say? Cur Cur I was looking at baby Kirby because there's Kirby. a Kirby up here. Yeah, Kirby. Oh, I don't Kirby. know why. Yeah, Kirby. Please. What did you think I said? Kirby. Furby. Kirby. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> baby Kirby Jesus. No! Don't uh, double down. Kirby baby Jesus. Oh boy! I'd like to ask forgiveness ahead of time right now for all the jokes I'm going to make in the script about oral sex because it's just gonna it's just gonna be too much. And I'd like to apologize ahead of time you for should. my my lack of decor and professionalism. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say forgiven. Just simply because whoever clicked on the the link for this episode, they see the name, they know what they're in for. As World a matter of fact, as layered. As a matter of fact, if you go and listen to any Oral Roberts thing, and you're not and and you're not disappointed if they don't make a joke, then you're fucking lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I'm watching like the History Channel or fuck even T TBN or something, if someone doesn't go 
oral, and then they go like snicker or something. You fucking heartless. Yes, agreed. All right. What about you, Donovan? Uh, okay. There, dear Papa Bear. It's been a while. Curvy Papa Bear. Yeah. Curvy. Yeah, we can call that. We can do that one. Curvy Papa Bear. (laughs) Dear Curvy Papa Bear. Oh no. Let's go oh. camping this Friday. Oh, no. Dear Papa Bear, who's built no. Ford Tough. <laughs> uh, please forgive me for that time when I was uh, about 14 or 15. I was really into doing edits for music videos, like finding cool songs and clipping like movie clips with them and shit, montages. I was really yeah. into that. And I made one with uh, the movie Kung Fu Hustle. This is one of my favorites. And that end scene where uh, he's just fucking up everyone in the Axe Gang. I did a video of it with Bodies by Drowning Pool because I'm super cool. And then at the end of it, like I was like, I was going to show my dad. And I'm like, oh, then I realized after I showed him, he was going to be like, you know how many of those people died in that? You think that's okay? So at the end of it, I put, I no fucking joke. I go, I put up a black screen and then white text comes up and goes, you just watched 5,000 people die. Do you think Jesus would be happy about that? <laughs> so, yeah. Forgive me for that. Forgiven. I, I think about that all the time and I really fucking hate myself. <laughs> you think Jesus would be happy? And I was like, yeah, my dad's going to like this. And I showed it to him, no response. I was like, oh. Should have just left that out. <laughs> so yeah, Stephen Chow, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, move. Let's just move on, please. Before I die of embarrassment. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> dear curvy Furby baby Ooh. Jesus. Um, Yes, that's right. (laughs) Please forgive me for my attempted mouse genocide in the garage this weekend. Um, I fully plan to complete my genocide, whether or not you say anything. That mouse has to die. So forgive me for that. (laughs) That little fucker. (laughs) I told you guys, like, I cleaned out the whole garage, sanitized it, did all this stuff, and the next night it ate my child's car seat. So, oh my god! You know what you're in right now, right? A Tom and Jerry cartoon. No, you're in the Green Mile. <gasps> Fuck! No, I want to be in a Tom and Jerry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck! What was the? I haven't watched it in so long. I read that in so long. What's the mouse's name? Mr. What? Mr. Uh, Jingles. Mr. Jingles. I was going to say Mr. Noodle, but that's the guy who played Mr. Noodle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Noodle and Mr. Jangles. Yeah. Mr. Jangles. Going to go to the little mouse, little mouse circus. Oh, mouse look circus. at him. That little man down Peter's oh. pants. <laughs> no, don't make it sad. Peter's pants. Yeah. Don't make it sad. No. You're done. You're killed him. This mouse is a friend to no one. This John mouse Coffee. is a friend to no one. John Coffee, get cast on that cornbread. John Coffee, John, John Coffee, take care of my little mouse. Make what sure you he doing? gets the. What you doing sure to him, John Coffee? <laughs> Are you guys just gonna do the whole movie? Because that's okay. I'm Hell yeah! It. 
<laughs> now let's hold on. Let's let's get really dark with it and just do all of Percy's lines. <laughs> no. But, but let's do let's do the scene where uh where don't Tom put Hanks... me in the dark. I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> where, where, oh god. Where Tom Hanks gets healed of his uh, urinary tract infection, just pounds his wife for like 14 hours. Oh, oh let's just make the noises he makes when he doesn't make it to the outhouse. <laughs> best comedic performance of the decade all right let's just do the scene where they forgot to uh where percy doesn't wet the sponge who's gonna do that let's oh let's man no oh, best scene ever um okay all right. enough well, step yeah. out of the green mile corner yeah yeah well you're the one who took us there <laughs> no i was talking about killing a mouse in my garage yeah like percy being like tom and jerry you're the <laughs> <laughs> get everything out of the uh, out of the closet and they're not in there and then you put everything back and then the mouse it was is still a garage it's, it's my garage hey, that's, that's actually closet, different is your is your garage padded all padded yeah yeah <laughs> no with one little window it has get... a big window called the garage door have you, you seen a garage you got the power hose right next to it to spray it down <laughs> The guy that plays Percy actually rents it out. I have a garden hose nearby to water my vegetable garden. Yeah. It's not uh, nefarious. This is... Oh, all right. all right. Well, with that, we need to know the most important thing, and that is to pray. So hold the hand of the person next to you and bow your head. And if you're driving, let Jesus Christ, our Lord in heaven, the curvy motherfucker that he is, Damn, take son. the wheel. Damn. And now, I want to present what may be the most unusual sermon many of you have ever heard in your life, because it deals with the little-known facts about your angel, or the angel of God in your life. You have an angel, a personal angel, your guardian angel. This angel attended your birth. The angel has watched over you all through these years. But when you came to the age of accountability and went into sin and rejected God, you thrust your angel out of your life. But he didn't go far. He just went off into the shadows where he lingers right now. That angel is pulling for you, wishing and hoping that you will change your mind, that you will repent of your sins. And he's standing ready and eager to rejoice the very moment you come back to God and repent of your sins. For the Bible says there is rejoicing among the presence in the presence of the angels in heaven over one sinner that repenteth. By thrusting him out of your life, he stands in the shadows waiting for the moment when you repent and come back to God. If you are a Christian, if you are serving God, then your angel is camping round about you. He's holding you in his hand, lest you dash your foot against a stone. He ministers to you in a thousand and one different ways. And the angel of God never leaves you, fighting your battles, repelling the attack of the enemy, running the devil's blockades, delivering you from the enemy's power, and making you feel as light as a feather all over. And then, not only has your angel attended your birth, not only is there a strange and wonderful affinity between you and your angel. Not only does this marvelous being watch over you night and day, but he actually becomes your death angel. He becomes the angel of death.
Hey, can I ask you guys a weird question? I had this weird fucking realization a couple days ago. So, how long have we been doing? It's been over two years we've been doing this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, I was looking at the religious section at uh, the bookstore a couple of days ago, yesterday or something, and I'm like looking, and I'm like, every time I've done this or I've edited the podcast, and I've looked for videos for references or like just read the script. I've always like looked at it as like a. Uh, we're, this is just a silly fun thing. We're just like I'm just looking at this for fun, like poking at it and stuff. But like I re- like a day or two ago, I like actually realized like no, we're doing this for like a real thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, finally like, clicked in my head, like where it's like there's there's like it's more than just like being silly with it and shit. Like yeah, more than just well, my own personal thing now. And it's yeah, that well, actually I mean, clicked well, with I, me. You wanted you wanted to bring it up, and I I wanted to talk about it on this episode, and we might as well dive into it for a minute. But like, yeah, we've been getting messages and emails from people from uh that have left the William Branham cult. Mm-hmm. Um, we got one a, a really nice one last night. Uh, before I went to sleep, I read it. Uh, and you know, it really makes what we do here a lot more real. And we got one the week before about somebody healing from purity culture, which is. Mm-hmm you know uh this you know i don't know what to say it's it's heavy uh being you know realizing that we somehow provide some sort of healing for people um in like a uh a community or you know i don't know whatever you get from it and it's become a lot more real i guess yeah mm-hmm. um than it did before so it 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 helps me realize that I'm also like it, it helps me understand it for myself more to a degree too because like I was saying like I like have always looked at it with a silly tone with like a mm-hmm. like as a way of being like oh wasn't that crazy time in my life this is stupid bullshit we thought about and like realizing other people went through it too and like mm-hmm. the messages we received like helps me understand more like no it's serious shit and I am handling a serious thing this isn't just like a goofy part of my past this is a lot that I I went through and a lot of other people have too. And it is a serious fucking thing. And there's a whole community out there and yeah. we're stronger all together, supporting each other and recognizing like, Hey, this wasn't okay. This. Yeah. This yeah. Whether it was went, hurtful. Yeah. Whether you grew up in the Branham cult or, you know, a uh, Lutheran church to wherever um, we all share some sort of trauma bond that we're trying to get yeah. past um so this shit is so yeah. isolating when you're yes. when you grow up in it they want you to be so like just alone because it's easier to break you to make you under to make you believe what they want when you're alone and it's it's fuck it's fucked because like as you grow up you just feel alone with it you feel like everything was such an individualized experience you know you don't think that anyone because it's your personal it. relationship with god right yeah yeah absolutely so then when people, and you're not like, allowed to share your doubts or your concerns or your anything mm-hmm. so you are you know they want you in a community so in that sense you're not alone but like you are alone in your beliefs like you can't you can't share like once you do like you're you, you're gonna get taught very quickly not to do that right um so yeah it's uh we feel you and we thank you and we hope that we bring some sort of lightheartedness to this because donovan just told me he's going to stop joking around on the podcast. Yeah. Um, this is all serious <laughs> from now on. Yeah. Uh, I've gone through and edited all the oral jokes out of this script. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Serious and stuff. I'm, and I'm only going to talk with this tone of voice from now on. 
<laughs> I'm just not going to talk at all. Like, sorry. <laughs> no, really but we fucking... thank you. We love you. Um, you make this worth it uh, and uh, realize that we're just not speaking into nothingness. So thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. Absolutely. We're grateful yes. for you. You, you yeah. help you help you help uh ground us in the real shit because we mm-hmm. we know it's real and we know it's hard and stuff but we, <clears throat> sometimes we do have to be silly to get through it and yeah and sometimes you get a little too silly and then you're like oh then you're like oh wait that was a lot <laughs> i can just see people that grew up in the brandon cult and i may be wrong but like hearing donovan do that voice and then add in this the stupid silly stuff to it like has got to take power away from him and like i hope give I hope it so. back give it back to you you know and yeah. you know and realize that you know i the messages that we got of like how silly but destructive a lot of the stuff was and you know so that's one of the reasons that we do it this way so also yeah, the, the reason the, we make the, those jokes is just to take yeah. away power from those fucking people yeah, because you're. I was always also like, you can't ever joke around about religion. Mm. You got to be. Oh, I'm sure if you made a joke about me. Billy Branham and his cult. You were fucking. I can only imagine if you were a kid and you made a joke like that, you were. Oh yeah. Severely sure. hurt or punished or something. So yeah. So anyway, we're with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and thank you. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some oral, guys. Yay! Um, oh, we face first. Uh, Let's get yeah, into face it. Face first, right into it. Mouth nose uh, dive. Uh, yeah. Uh, so periscope. We, <laughs> we have covered two faith healers so far: Amy Semple McPherson and William Branham. Amy was a complicated and complex showman of epic proportions who birthed what would become the charismatic movement. We'll be covering the two other founding members of that movement later on. But we also covered a faith healer who set the modern model of deadly cults, as well as a path for a new dangerous movement, which will rise out of something called the Toronto Blessing, which was the new apostolic reformation. I'm working on that script right now. Um, Nar? Nar. Yeah, Nar. Yeah. Nar? Oh, Nar. Yeah, Nar. Oh, Nar. Nar. The man who will be covering today and for the next couple of weeks is a mixture of the two both. Um, also, his goal wasn't fame or a following. His goal was your money for his empire. And that man was Oral Roberts. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Oral Roberts spearheaded a religious movement called the Prosperity Gospel. There it is. Yep um do do we see where we get our big individual evangelical heavyweights of today Kenneth they've Copeland, combined baby yep they've combined all three of these leaders to give us benny hinn and a million mirrored copycats mm-hmm. the major source of this series are going to be from god's generals by roberts Lyardin. um he was the first child born at Oral Roberts University, and he was given the name Roberts sexy. after Oral Roberts' last name. It's so a sexy name. At least they see. didn't name him Oral. Yeah, yeah. If if any if who what kind of asshole pluralizes a first name for a kid? 
Well, the whole yeah. time I, I was telling people, oh, I'm reading this book by Robert Lyardin. And I'm like, then I looked at his name. I'm like, wait, his fucking name is Roberts. I'm like, oh, God, that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> that's such bullshit, but, dude. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. my name's Paul's. Yeah. What? Uh, but uh, <laughs> he sucks, but it's actually good for information because he actually believes in this stuff. So it's, uh, you know, you can get some good wacky stuff from these people. Um, but uh, Oral, I also took it from Oral Roberts, two autobiographies, autobiographies. And then uh, there's a book. Oral, Oral Roberts to Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Yep. <laughs> uh, then Oral Roberts in the Rise of the Prosperity Gospel by Jonathan Root, which is excellent. Um, so I'd recommend that book if anybody wants to read it. Um, uh, Take if we look... Root and Oral. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If we look back at the origins of this movement, it was based off faith healing, but historical context is important. And we will see see this in Oral Roberts' story, which is the Great Depression was a huge influence on all of this. There were many trauma responses to the Great Depression. Domestic violence increased, men abandoned, abandoned their families, and a lot of these issues replicated in future generations. Mm. An, another trauma response was economic Coming out of the Great Depression and then World War II, the idea of having security was a priority. The fear of losing everything was a legit concern. Not like today, of course. Mm -mm. Um, the economic boom of the post-war America brought in uh, anti-communist, pro-capitalism mindsets, which went from the Oval Office to the Post Office. In the church, communism was equal to Satanism, and during the 1950s, Christianity made bedfellows with full-blown capitalism. Mm. <sighs> well, not much has changed. No, not really, but... Um... Yeah, they just started fucking <laughs> Christianity and capitalism. They were like, I'm going to put it in your butt. S spread then... those cheeks. <laughs> The greatest generation wanted to build a future for their children while also making sure they never lost their security. And they gave us the baby boomers, the most selfish and self-centered generation where security was never an issue and burning the planet to make an extra $5 now is the mentality. What a Thanks, long winded boomers. way to say fucking the greatest generation. No, that's the one before. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that survived World War One, World War Two, and uh, the Great that's Depression. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and the Spanish flu or the influenza 1918. But uh, in a quote I love from Business Insider, quote: "It's no wonder that these people are uh, who are willing to vote for someone who puts the future at risk in order to nuke a present they hate." Oh shit! Wow. Wow. Someone's coming. Oh, from Oral. <laughs> the prosperity gospel was a perfect bridge between a generation who wanted to protect oh. and invest in, and a generation that just wanted to think about themselves. Hell yeah. There was a sweet spot where a man like Oral Roberts could walk to the middle of that bridge and cast a net and pull up an incalculable number of fish over and over and over again. Yeah, One man. fish said, this is for my future and my security. Another fish yelled out, show me the money. And they both ended up in the same net. This context is key into understanding how someone like Oral fucking Roberts could have did what he did. <clears throat> did you yeah. write that parable just now? 
Yes. Dude, I loved it. Thank you. I loved it. It's amazing what weed can do to your mind. Yeah, man, mm. it makes you imagine fish going, show me the money! Show me the money! <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what's that fucking frog's name? <laughs> oh, the one uh, from Looney Tunes? Yeah. The, the oh, WB my frog? baby! Yeah, I can never remember his the name. The WB! Michi- oh, Michigan J Frog. That was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Show, show me, me the, the money! money. <laughs> of course, it was a goldfish. Um, anyway. Uh, we'll be back! Uh, oh, the net. Man, you were really high. <laughs> Check it out. There's Grand... a fucking goldfish out here in the fucking Pacific. <laughs> Granville Oral Roberts was born January 24th, 1918. So hold it up, was. Hold up. Yep. So his name is not Oral Roberts. It, his it, middle and he name is Oral. chose to go by Oral. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's the same thing as um as Pat Robertson, Marion yeah. Marion was his first name. So, yeah, uh, um... but uh, don't you fucking bring me into this <laughs> bullshit, Pat. Pat, you're gonna be in this ep- not in this episode. You're gonna be in a couple episodes coming up. Don't worry. I was about oh. to say if we're talking about oral, y'all better include me because me and that boy go way back. <laughs> I, I... Pat. Pat! You gotta come to bed, Pat. I swear, I haven't even been here in like five fucking weeks. I show up for two seconds and she's calling me back. Every damn goddamn I'm coming. I need oral. I'm talking about him right now. (laughs) I'm just saying that if I had a choice between going by the name Oral or going by the name Granville, it wouldn't be Oral. Yeah, but that's because... That, that's we live in we, a different age, Chrissy. Right, the city he grew up in. There was a guy that went around just sucking buttholes named Granville. So yeah. you don't yeah. want to be called Granville where he grew up. You'd rather yeah. be called Oral. That's why. Yeah, but yeah, different times, Chrissy. Different times. Stuck in buttholes is a Granville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was born on January 24th, <laughs> 1918, to Ellis and Claudius Roberts in Ada, Oklahoma. Fuck all these names. Ellis was a traveling holiness Pentecostal preacher, and to follow in his path, they would name him Granville, but call him Oral because of how he was going to spread the message of Jesus orally. Ooh, I don't like that. How do you not? How do you not know? The dad knew. (laughs) knew. (laughs) That's how you got here, kid. <laughs> uh, oral claims he was already chosen before he was born Quotes. oh you mean another one saying yep. that he was prophesied to all of them all yeah. of them fascinating mama told me a strange story she said oral while you were yet in my womb the lord told me you were his he said his hand would be on your life even before you were born. And as long as you lived, son, you belong to God. You are his. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, so perfect. It made me uncomfortable. Oh, God. Uh, even That's what from... Oral's supposed to do if it's done right. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> if Oral's done properly, you're not comfortable. 
<laughs> Nobody is. Oh man. Uh, even from birth, Oral has. It's only going to get better from here, folks. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Oral has an amazing gift of healing. Yeah, he was just seven months old. Uh, his mother was on her deathbed, and she asked for Oral, and she was given Oral. I hate you. She felt the spirit of God go through her, and she was healed. Sometimes you write these so good that I forget you write these and then you do these jokes and I'm like, you fucking asshole, because I forget <laughs> that they're jokes. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. He's doing this at purpose again. <laughs> uh, uh, I, too, have had healing oral. Yes, I've had some healing oral in my days. I've had Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye sang a song about that, I think. Which one? Sexual healing. <laughs> sexual? Yeah, sexual healing. healing. Yeah. What yeah. does oral have to do with sex? Oh, sorry. So I have some I'd have some I've had some oral uh healing in my day. Mm. Just oh. like a different way. So oh, okay. Yeah. Nobody. Gross. No, Mm-mm. that's disgusting. No, no. Sir, this is a Christian podcast. She sucked that chlamydia right out of me. Um <laughs> Oh my god. We'll be back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, right. uh, Oral grew up in extreme poverty and not the Branham poverty where he started off poor and then moved to a big town and was well off. So he no, wasn't the, into birds. No, 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 no. He wasn't into swallows or robins breasts. Um <laughs> This was dirt poor. His father, who converted to Christ via the Pentecostal revivals passing through the area. Remember, this was Charles Parham country. Oh, shit. Um, Chucky Parm Parm. Yeah. He was convinced he was called to preach. So (laughs) Ellis. Now I want chicken parmigiana because you said Chucky Chucky Parm Parm. (laughs) And I'm this is going to be a struggle. Um. Ellis owned a farm that his family had come to via Western expansion. Um, it wasn't a massive moneymaker, but it did make a profit. Ellis sold this farm, bought a pipe organ, paid off all his debts, and spent the last $5 on a Bible. Nice. So real oh, financially fuck. sound man. Um, Five bucks. When was this? Uh, 1920. So 1920. So that's, that's like 20 bucks now? No. Uh, this was I yeah around maybe more. twenty or so. That's a, that's uh, a good but, chunk uh, of change for your family. Yeah. Uh, soon after. Oh, I'm Ellis sorry. So- the word of the Lord is going to feed us tonight, <laughs> Abigail. Maybe if you believed a little stronger, you'd feel a little fuller. I just yeah, they're sound financial decisions. <laughs> Please sell your your real estate to pay off debts. Okay. Oh. Uh. Uh, soon after Ellis sold the farm, oil was found on the land that included his old property. God hates you, man. What can I say? Oh, he's just testing me. It's all right. It's all right. Fuck. 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 God damn it. It's just, I'm just Job. I'll get it better in the end. I'll get it better in the end. Motherfucker. The Roberts missed out on some a small level of wealth. But still, it's uh, that part made me laugh when as soon as I read it. That is um, hilarious, dude. Yeah, yeah. Ellis went on the road and left behind a wife and two daughters, one of them being epileptic. Wonderful. Uh, she would later die in 1921 at 19, but I guess baby oral couldn't heal her. 
like he did to his mom. So that kind of sucks. Oh, well, um, maybe if she would have left his toys alone, he would have been more inclined to do so. So he was willing to heal, <laughs> or could heal his mother, but not his sister. Yeah, well, he healed his mother when she was when he was seven months old, um, and then uh, he was two years old when his sister died. But didn't can you imagine if they tried? <laughs> like, lay on your sister. He said, "Why aren't you doing it, Oral? Why aren't you fixing her?" I'm trying. She won't come back. <laughs> this is all your fucking fault, kid. <laughs> you could do it before. Why won't you do it? You don't love her enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oral was fond of his father. His father would gather money via the re- revival circuit. Come home once it was all gone. He was gone. Um, out earning more and coming back and then leaving. Uh, Oral would claim that the Lord always provided, though. They would come home with no hope for dinner, but faith in their hearts, and there would be bundles of food. Ellis's mm. best skill was planting churches, though. Ellis took the family to preach and establish a new church where the building was erect, so the whole family pitched in to fix the building. But barely anyone showed up, which meant no money. Hmm. The Roberts had to work the cotton fields in town uh, to earn enough money to get back home to Ada. Ellis's shoes were so worn down that he was using newspaper to fill the holes. Damn. So this was the type of poor that they were. By hey. choice, mind hey. you. Yeah, but you know what? If we can just scrounge up like five or six bucks, there's a new NIV that just came out we can go pick up. And then shit will be tight. We have enough food for months. But just think they were debt free. Well, I'm sure they accrued debt after that. Uh, Oh, you mean like everyone always does when they pay off all their bills? And uh, yeah, and they don't have any income coming in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Hey, man. Well, you know what you can't take when the rapture happens? Debt. Just like your clothes, it stays folded on the ground. And apparently to Billy Branham, your skin. (laughs) Yeah, right. that just falls. Just mm. a bunch of skeletons floating into the atmosphere. <laughs> I don't like it. Lord takes your bones, apparently, but not everything else. I don't fucking get that. Um, <laughs> That'd be fucking uh, terrifying. You're just standing there one day, you just see a bunch of skeletons floating into the sky. I would. Yeah. Then everyone else shriek. is like meat suits on the ground. Yeah. Uh, ugh. It's terrifying. Yeah. We need to write an ex-Christian version of the Twilight Zone. Just each episode, some weird fucking rapture shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Just different different interpretations of different things from everything. You'd never run out of content. Right. Or just um, scary shit you heard when you were a kid that could happen to you and all that kind of weird fucked up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like all you the fears. It. Like, oh, I'm going to turn into a pillar of salt if I look over there. Like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> I would love to see Ezekiel's dream. Um, right. That would be fucking Twilight dope. Episode. Yeah. And then it's um, not made by a Christian company, so then it could be like all fucked up and scary yeah, and stuff. Absolutely. Dude, we need to do this. Don't fucking steal that! <laughs> I love how I looked up and pointed to God. <laughs> well, uh, okay, but the Christian stuff is usually fucked up and scary, but in an unintentional way, I think. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. But I'm saying we can make yeah. it like straight up horror. Because mm. if a Christian people were doing it, like TBN or something, they'd be like, ooh, scary secrets of the Bible. And they'd be like, William <laughs> Shatner, like, do you want to be killed by Jesus? <laughs> uh, uh, so Ellis told Oral that he prayed over him, and the Lord told him he was going to use him for great things despite Oral's issues. Oh, cool. Oral was weak, 
he had a stutter and was picked on, especially by his his older brother Vaden. Yeah. He got a cool name. That's a badass name. I guess. Yeah. I guess uh, it sounds like a Star name. Wars character. Right. Fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vaden seemed like a violent asshole. Um <laughs> Vaden and Oral got picked on for being "quote unquote" holy roller uh, pastors' sons, um, but uh, along with Oral having a stutter, the robbers would often joke at Oral's uh, expense about his stutter. That's fucked up. Um, yeah, uh, Vaden and Oral, uh, to some extent, would beat the fucking hell out of anyone who got in their way or s- said anything against them. At a revival, Vaden attacked another boy with a knife. Quote, God damn. Oh, this is okay. Oh, yeah. I got I'm sorry, I got sucked into that story for a second. Oh, oh he's just a good boy. He yeah. just, you know, boys will be boys. Papa was preaching away. In a few moments, the little boy reached over and gave another big yank at our blanket. Vaden said, if you touch our blanket again, I'll cut your fucking ear off. Slash your face up, you look like a piece of pastrami on a raw bread. Was he at church at the time? It was at a revival meeting. Uh, Donovan, this next part is you too. Oh, shit, sorry. The little boy shook his head and whispered, you haven't got the nerve. He didn't know Vaden like I did. Vaden and I had just settled again when we felt the powder being yanked out from under us. Vaden whirled around, caught the little boy by the wrist, and yanked him over on our pallet. When Papa heard a new shot in the camp, Vaden had his knife out and was cutting the little boy's right ear off. The little boy was screaming at the top of his voice. Papa stopped his preaching and turned to locate the wild sound. When he saw it was coming from our direction, he knew what had happened. Because we do that all the time. Every time we go missing, he's like, oh, the boys are cutting somebody's ear off again. Now, I he wasn't... has a collection of them around his neck. <laughs> what now, in I... the legends of the fall fuck is this? <laughs> now, I didn't do a thing. It was I was just holding the little boy. I'm innocent. <laughs> he could have got up any time if he said, please. I was just holding him down while yeah. he was screaming. Hold on, I what? just sold him the nuclear weapon. I didn't detonate it. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, uh, They were both severely beaten with a razor strap when they got home. Uh, oh, so. gee, I wonder why they're violent. Yeah, uh, Vaden was violent against Oral, too. Uh, this is from Oral Roberts' autobiography. Um, I will be Vaden, and Donovan, you can be Oral. Which one? Uh, okay, so, so who starts? So you start. Okay, I'm gonna do this as grown oral though. You still okay. do it. You still, you're gonna be mean. You still do it as a kid. Yeah, I will. That'd <laughs> be funny. What what you doing? Can't you see? You're driving some nails, eh? Yeah. Let me drive some. I just started driving some myself. Oh come on, let me drive some. Get away. Oh, Vaden, come on. Let me drive a few. No, I told you to get away. I just started driving some myself, motherfucker. Oh, come on now. Let me drive just a few. Get away. All right, if you don't let me drive any, you can't drive any. Get away. 
put yeah. my hand on the stump when he was driving. I said, you can't drive anymore until you let me drive some. If you don't get your hand off, I'll nail you to the stump. Oh, go ahead. You haven't got the nervy little fucking pushy. <laughs> Vaden then put a nail right through Oral's hand and nailed him to the wood. Oh, you fucking did it, you motherfucker. <laughs> I told you. Is this not brother stuff, though, kind of? Or is this more violent? No, this, I mean, this is a little bit. Brother, boys will be boys bullshit. Yeah. This, this would never fucking happen. Anything close to my house. Oh, no, no not no, at no, my no, 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 no. house either. Of course not. Yeah. But like back then, wasn't this? He told him you haven't got the nerve and he did it. I feel yeah. like back then the mo- the mom and the dad would be like, "Well, he fucking told you." He's like, he's like, well, "Oh, is puppy just going puppy going to keep barking or puppy going to bite?" <laughs> yeah. You got to defend yourself when a man is in your way and he says you haven't got the nerve, you got to show him that you got the nerve. Yeah, this like- is all reservoir dogs for bad, you know, backcountry Oklahomans. Uh, he's cutting off ears. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, right. And stuck in the middle, the middle with me. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what was it, playing I on wonder, the stage. I wonder if the ear thing was before or after this. Because if I knew my brother had cut someone's ear off, I don't think I'd challenge him to put a nail through my hand. Uh, you know, just throwing that out there. That's a good Fuck point. my brother. <laughs> it, see this, it, it made me think of a, what is it? Uh, fucking. I know they're making fun of uh, Walk the Line, but it's made me think of more specifically Dewey Cox when they're having the machete fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the little boys. Oh, I've been halved. <laughs> yeah, but there's also like the news reports of like uh, somebody shot by a gun. He's just like, I told him, he told me he was going to shoot me. I told him that he didn't have the nerve and he shot me. This is like, yeah, but I, I, the end of the story, I didn't put it in here, but uh, his mother came out and started screaming because she saw all the blood and everything. And then his uncle came <laughs> but, out. But he's just stuck to the stump. And saw him stuck to the stump and started cracking up laughing <laughs> and <laughs> eventually went over and pulled the nail out. He's like, I'm So coming. it's just like that scene from a Christmas story where he gets his tongue stuck to the Cold. Yeah, but then every then then his dad comes out and just laughs at him the whole time. That's yeah, hilarious. So, but he yeah, just comes so. out and he's like fucking screaming because he's fucking nailed to a stump. <laughs> he's just like, and he's like, and ah! your uncle's rolling on the ground laughing at your yeah, you're crying. Quit um, your belly aching. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> uh, was confident, bigger, stronger, and could speak out loud without getting heckled. And his family showed their affection and attention towards Vaden over Oral. When his parents prayed together with the family before bed, when they prayed for each child individually, they often forgot to pray for Oral. And <laughs> you would have to remind them uh, that he was in the room with them. And um, then so. we thank you for the chickens, for <laughs> Vaden, for Uncle Ed. And are we forgetting anything? Thank no, you, Jesus. no, I think we're good. Oh, mama, we're here. mama, oh. come on, come on, mama. <laughs> you look oh, yeah, right at me, daddy. <laughs> you that's look... right, he's here again. Oral's back. Yeah, ruining no, the party just... again. I think we think we're just gonna sign that, seal that with a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Oral, uh, why is your face always wet? 
Once Oro and Vaden worked for six weeks uh, picking cotton to get new suits, and when they came home with them, everyone praised Vaden uh, but made fun of Oro because of how the clothes didn't fit on him. And they bought them for him? Well, no, he bought them himself, but like uh-huh. I, I assume that they only had two. Like This is where before they had like actual sizes. You know, this is so fuck- they... This is fucking villain origin story. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Uh, Look at few... your sleeves. And he's just standing there like this. this fucking... he, he looks like David. He, he looks like uh, the talking heads, dude. Like, uh, a few days later on Vaden's birthday, everybody went to their uncle's house, but Oral wasn't invited. Um... What? <laughs> Y'all are invited, but don't bring that weird son of yours. He's I just don't think they didn't like... tell him. Mm-hmm. I, I think he went back to the house and everybody was gone. And then they come back home. They're like, oh, we went to your uncle's for Vaden's birthday and left you here. <laughs> no, no. He went to get in the car and they just was like, he just pushed him out by his face. He's like, no. Or they were like, Oral, can you go get the the special fork from the kitchen? And then they just <laughs> took off. And then you just see the dust flying down the road. (laughs) It just opens the fucking uh, silverware drawer and it's just a letter that says, you fucking dumbass. (laughs) Oh, And then the horn plays the cucaracha while they're driving away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oral was often the target. like a John Hughes movie. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oral was often the target of bullies for being small and his stutter. One boy named Brumley was especially cruel to Oral. He would punch and harass Oral just to get him to talk and to stutter. Damn. Oral swore revenge on Brumley. And uh, but this was one of Oral's many testimonies. Um, and that is a Brumley got Oral to bring him to the Lord and save his soul later in Oral's life. Oh, he got got. He got yep. him in a fucking grift. You yep. fucking yeah, idiot, Brumley. That is the best revenge. I oraled yeah. you to the Lord. You've been oraled. I used my mouth and I brought you forth to Jesus. <laughs> I made you come to God with my mouth, boy. That would be on the level of getting a girl who bullied you in high school to join your MLM. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hell As yeah. part of your downline. And she becomes like top tier shit. And she's mm-hmm. yeah. like, mm-hmm. You're on my downline. I'm pissing on you. Mm-hmm. That's what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Uh, but Oral eventually became popular uh, in school and was elected king oh, cool. of the school. But he needed what? a new outfit for That's a ceremony. Not That's not real. Did he make that up? It was in his autobiography. No, he made that up. Oh, that... so it for Who sure else? has to be real. King Guys, of the I school. Gotta make up, I got to make content. That's not real. There's got to be content. <laughs> you made that up or he made that up. Which one of you? I, I, I was the king of the school, and everyone clapped. And then they told yeah. Brumley I was better looking than him. And then I, and then I, I went up to the girl. I went to the queen of the school, and I touched her booby, and it felt like a bag made of sand. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put the pussy on a pedestal. Uh, <laughs> to Oral's credit, oh wait, no, uh, his father told him that he didn't have any money, uh, which was common, so there was going to be no suit. But to Oral's credit. He wanted to overcome poverty as well as his problem with speaking, so he took a job as a newsie Hell and yeah, started man. earning his own money and worked on his public speaking with that. I respect uh, all of that. Good job, yeah. Oral. Way to be, uh, brother. 
Yeah, he tried to get it uh, get it on with the ladies, but he couldn't yeah. talk with them. Uh, Oral claimed that he was uh, healed of his stuttering problem with the women um, when he met finally met his the woman God wanted him to marry. Uh, uh -huh. But more on that later. Um, uh, Oral earned enough asshole. money to buy his new suit. So I guess every time he went to a lady, he was kind of like uh, William Branham when anybody brought a cigarette around. And like he just just started running, screaming. Yeah. What happened like, to the other suit? Why does he need another suit? This was Isn't years one later. Enough? But wasn't I mean, he big on him before? You ever see Throw your kids it. in five T pajamas when they're ten? When they're a ten T, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they refuse to throw their favorite pajamas yeah. away. And then you yeah. look at them like, can you come on? <laughs> Yeah, my three-year-old has some that are like little booty shorts now. Yeah. But he and can you wear them. some underwear? You're not. I can see everything. Yeah, that's another. <laughs> that's a common fight in our household. Mm. Please just put on pants if you're going to be outside. Please, okay. please. I know. I know it's really cold and it's a snow day, but it's two o'clock. Go put some clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> um, as Oral grew older, he grew bigger and stronger and kept working. Oral was finally had enough money to get the fuck got a dodge and he ran away from home at 16 hell yeah i respect that too i did the same thing <laughs> uh he found multiple jobs to support himself and went on to finish his high schooling uh or went to go finish his high schooling um to further his dream that every little boy in this country has yeah. if they are a red-blooded american and that's the dream of becoming governor of oklahoma hell yeah bro i mean that's what's up where the winds it's, are free. Yep. It's I mean, it's a lofty goal, but it's like a lower rung of lofty, I guess. What do you mean? Like he's not trying to be president. He just wants to be Why the would you governor. Want to be Why do Oklahoma's you always gotta shoot for the one hundred when the fifty is just as comfortable <laughs> and less crowded? Okay. It's yep, like tell, right. I tell my son when we're playing those games where you got to throw the football in the hole. I'm like, why do you keep trying to hit the hundred thing where the hole is smaller? Just go for the one, like the ten, and just throw ten of them in there. Yeah, man. So okay. Yeah, work work right. smarter, not harder. Yeah, right. Um, you don't right. gotta be you don't governor gotta be great at something if you're good at something and do it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, governor of be... Oklahoma, whoever you are, uh, I'm sorry hey. for saying you're office is not lofty it's lofty it's more yeah. than i'll ever do the governor of oklahoma is definitely a listener and very offended right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> that's all i wanted in life they're shitting on it fucking liberals <laughs> uh despite working like crazy he stayed on top of his academic and social life he wasn't living a christian life but he finally was his own person and he was popular and had his own money and he was good at basketball. What? Believe it or not. He was a taller man. He was like 6'5", I think. Oh, um, in January 1935, everything was going pretty well for Oral. When at, when at a high school basketball tournament, he went up for a layup, but ended up on the ground unconscious, unconscious and bleeding from his mouth and nose. And, but no one had hit him. What? He had tuberculosis. I was like gonna Nicole say... Kidman and Moulin Rouge. <laughs> oh no! I got the. Uh, he's a lunger. Um, yeah, he's a lunger. Dude, that makes me sad. Now, Ewan McGregor comes in and catches him after he falls on the ground. Mm, let's That's all really... sing the songs from that. 
No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember the what's that? What's the one song he sings to? Her? It's like super fucking sad. The one their secret song when they're around the fucking guy and they're like, "Hey, I fuck you." Here's that song I sing. <laughs> Don't remember. I saw it in the movie theater once, and I was like, "Meh." Danielle, um, Danielle and I used to sing over the phone when we first started dating because we were long distance. Come what may. Oh, that's what I it was. Yeah, love you yeah. till my dying day. And Brandon's like, oh, thank I'm so glad <laughs> you got in here. I'm dying, baby. And Ian McGregor's like, I have the high ground. It's okay. You made that sound like a like a like a 2000s emo song. <laughs> You really did. Yeah. You did. One hundred percent. Two thousand emos just in my blood, man. Yeah. Yeah. Everything comes out that way. Uh, yep. Right. Uh, so Oral was sent back to live with his family, and he was less than thrilled, but he had no choice. Oh, that sucks. You finally yeah. escape your shitty family, and you're yeah. doing good, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you get you're the a fucking lunger. Yeah. yeah. Happens. Yeah. Oral was parked Cherokee through his mother which he would ignorantly blame his tuberculosis on native american what? blood uh rather than genetics of his family and the poverty and conditions of his upbringing so he was um, being like he was being racist about it a little bit um uh i don't go into it uh at all in this series but oral used his wow. cherokee heritage for his whole career for good and for bad um but i really don't his give a fuck about was- that his grandmother was a Cherokee princess. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, he he definitely did, um, but it was like he would use it for like he would help the Native American population around Oklahoma, but there was always okay. strings attached to it, you know, oh, and really? like uh, you know he took advantage of them, and then he would use mm-hmm. this for his, you know, for his testimony as like a, I don't know, jumping off point. So it was for... literally just a stepping stone for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, so that's horrible. Uh, Oral's health. Surprised. Yeah, yeah, mm. not at all. Uh, his health went downhill fast. He lost forty pounds. His father had to re uh, wallpaper his room because of how much blood Oral was spitting on the walls. Jesus! Oh Christ. my gosh! I bet his dad bitched the entire. Look what I have to do because you can't <laughs> cough into a fucking no, rag. No, his father was actually really nice to him. Apparently, his father spent his time next to his bed praying for his son's health, but also his salvation. Um, uh-huh. This is gross. Oral was only allowed to eat a mixture of raw eggs and condensed milk. Oh, that's so just, just fucking gloppy, mucusy blood. Putting yeah. that on my Pinterest board for yeah. recipes to try. Mm, just what drink the, the snot. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you could stir the eggs in or you have to just uh, drink the condensed milk with like the hunk of egg. Yeah. Uh, like Rocky, yeah. Um, Who is the person that came up with that? It sounds like the fucking diet of the the androids from Alien. They they were weird. They had weird nutritional standards back then. Like they used the, to none. Yeah, they used to say that it's the most healthy thing to give your infant orange juice. Like as soon as you get home from the hospital. Yeah, I, my nice. mom's ba- just, just my give mom's your baby book. Yeah. yeah, and then there was they their homemade formula was like caro syrup and condensed milk and a little water so it's like oh geez no wonder uh obesity was an issue um yeah i had my kids (laughs) suck on batteries as soon as they got home 
Yeah, man. You hope to give him superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's going to uh, be Iron Man one day. Oro wasn't getting better, and his family was considering sending him off to a, sanitar- a sanatorium to spend his last days. Yeah. Um, they were just sick of dealing with it. Go die over there. <laughs> we hated you growing up. We hate you even more now. Get the oh, fuck yeah, out right. of our house. I forgot you're, about that. They really you're costing us a fortune in wallpaper. <laughs> His fucking stupid <laughs> supervillain brother's like, it's almost my birthday, and you're ruining it with your dying. You made me do a spit take, Chrissy. I, <laughs> I spit all over my glasses. <laughs> Yay! Oh, man. Sorry about oh, that. That's all right. I got I, coke, I coke all over my glasses. Not the good coke. I do um, feel personal personal achievement uh, for making you spit take, because that... Oh, man. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, but then Oral decided to take the biggest leap of faith of his life. Um, and he gave his soul to Jesus and accepted the Holy spirit into his body. Oral saw a bright light form over his father while he was praying for his dying son. And out of the bright light, Jesus's face appeared and Oral yelled out. Jesus save me. Jesus save me. Oral said the Lord began to cover him in his presence. Quote. He came slowly up through my legs and in a <laughs> moment it was all over me. My face began to shine. I could see the reflection of the light on it. So viscous. Thick. <laughs> and I cried out to Papa, look at this light on my face. I felt as light as a feather and so happy I wanted to shout at the top of my voice. Then the power of God came upon me with such force that it lifted me right up in the bed. And that was like that little girl in the exorcist is just slamming <laughs> up and down, up and down. <laughs> and I was my... saying, your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> And I found myself standing up in the bed with my hands upraised, praising and magnifying God and saying, I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved. So an extremely (laughs) sick man has a fever dream and then shits it all over the world for the next 70 years. Yeah, basically. And his dad's cool. like, sit down, Vecna's going to hear you, and you're never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it came slowly up through my legs. I was, Whoa, mm-hmm. easy there, buddy. <laughs> it's like that blowjob ghost from Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking, but I didn't say it. I was going to say it's like those, ex- uh, those, those ghosts that have sex with people on those like weird stories, but yeah, that's perfect. You mean like, like anime? Or the no, like that you hear on like last podcast or whatever. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like Like the ones Dan Aykroyd is always talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh God! And wouldn't you know it, Jesus saved Oral's life along with his soul. But Oral wasn't out of the woods uh, though, because although he felt now called to be a preacher, he was still suffering from the effects of tuberculosis. Oh, okay. he wrote a Pentecostal new to he wrote to a Pentecostal newsletter asking for healing, which they said Jesus would heal him. But okay. Oral, Oral's younger brother drove him to a healing revival in July 1935, 
and on the way to the service, Oral was laying on a mattress in the back of a pickup truck when the Lord spoke to him. Quote, what? On the mattress in the back of a pickup truck? What yeah, this is an oldie. You, wait, you never rode on the back of a pickup truck? No, I did, but I'm saying it's a dying... I'm just seeing a little fucking dying boy yeah. in the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> blood pouring out of his mouth because he's got tuberculosis. Help me! <laughs> you know it's because Vector wanted to be in the front seat. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, get in the back. You guys have been calling him Vecna. It's Vader. I know his fucking name, but Vecna's just as badass. I thought it was Vector. Yeah, Oral's back there. He's like, it's a little cold back here. It's a little cold. Yeah, well, hey, you know could what? Could you guys at least stop throwing trash into the bed of the truck while I'm back here? Yeah, well, maybe if you knew how to cover your mouth, we'd let you up here, grosso. Why did you have to get this 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 mattress out of the dumpster. Why couldn't you bring the one from the house? Oh, yeah, like we want you getting all your blood all over that one? Why don't you stop thinking about yourself for once? This has bugs in it. <laughs> bugs don't mind blood. We do. Oh, God. All right. He's in the back of the pickup truck. Quote. Suddenly, I heard a voice. I didn't know who it was. It was calling my name. Oh, Roberts. Oh, Roberts. It scared me. Boy, I never heard a voice like that. And then in an instant, I knew it was God. I heard God speaking to me. Son, I'm going to heal you, he said. And you are going to take my healing power to your generation. Oh, God his calling to be a healer. Is that you or me? <laughs> oh, that was me. Sorry. Yeah. Oral God is calling to be a healer. Sorry. Uh, Look, that night at the I'll healing... Think I speak in the third person all the time. <laughs> Just like I wrote Elmo. this script. Yeah, just like Elmo. <laughs> Elmo also is really tired of Rocco because he's just a fucking rock. <laughs> uh, that night at the healing service, the Lord worked his magic. The faith healer brought Oral on stage and prayed over him to be healed and then, quote, Something done struck my lungs, and I began tingling through out my entire body. A beautiful light engulfed me. And the next thing I knew, I was up on a spaceship and a little, little, little gray man was like, hey, mister, how you doing? <laughs> Just kidding. I was racing back and forth on the big platform with my hands upraised, shouting at the top of my voice, I'm healed! I'm healed! I'm healed! Sound like a race car. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ever can... seen Billy Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> All I can envision is some really sick boy jumping around on the mattress in the back of the pickup truck, screaming, I'm healed, and his family up front just laughing at him. And then he falls out the back, you know, like, yeah. oh, God, turn around, let's go back. <laughs> now we got to get a parade the break the broken leg over it. You know, he's got to bring him up on stage and pray over him. God damn it. And he's dad's just like... like the dog from, <laughs> from that Chevy Chase movie, Vacation. Totally. Like, oh, you tried to keep up. <laughs> The dad's strapped to the roof of the truck. Right. The dad's picking him up <laughs> off the ground and he's like, Well, you know, we can fix your body, son, but we can't fix your brain because you just can't fix stupid. <laughs> they tie him to the hood like a fucking dead deer. <laughs> he's staring in into the windshield the whole time. <laughs> just looking at Guys, there's someone. gotta be a better way. No, he's just silent. <laughs> just Suddenly looking at the mattress shoulder. isn't so bad, huh? And oh, then God. Vecna's in the back, like I don't know, guys. Maybe this one's this one might have crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, so I just imagine Paul uh, again, ninety-day fiance. 
Paul, oh, just running no. back and forth. Um, he can't uh, find the exit. Else, yeah. <laughs> something else happened that night. Oral grabbed the microphone from the healer, healer and he his stutter was completely healed. What? And he praised the Lord without one mistake. Oh, shit. Once Oral's body uh, re- regained all its strength, he started his preaching career. And for practice, Oral went into the woods and instead of finding porn like any other red-blooded American male, he <laughs> preached female. to the trees like a goddamn <laughs> Captain Planet evangelist. Hell yeah. Oral, why do you go out there so often? Wind, fire, heart. (laughs) Well, at least he's not manifesting squirrels to shoot. That's very true. (laughs) Oral, why don't you just go out there and look at porn? Why do you got to yell at the trees all the time? I can't fucking find any. (laughs) Oh, any out behind any little stretch of woods where I grew up. In the history of humankind. Hey, I There's know I woods with porn in it. We've had this conversation. I found it too, but I think it's got to be close to a met- like a metropolitan area. No, nope. no, it's got to be like the it's got to be the weird wooded area in a metropolitan area. It's well, there's that, but it's also just there's there's a woods in every town across America. That's what I'm talking about. Up until the internet started, where there was yeah. porn in, and everybody knew where it was at. Why has that never been a sketch? The guy that just goes out and drops it like a weird fucking creepy Santa Claus. The Johnny Appleseed like, of fucking porn. He's the Easter Bunny. <laughs> yeah, he's like a guy with like a weird fucking hat and just like walks up with a box. He's like <laughs> sprinkling in the penthouse away. It's Ron Jeremy in a bunny suit is what it is. That's why he stopped because he got arrested. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, there's just some dude walking down the walking down every road of America with a messenger bag. And like an old timey hat in a porn cob pipe, and he's just throwing porn into like certain woods. And you're just making like, it way more wholesome than it probably is. <laughs> yeah. I Appleseed. feel like his music would not be like it would be like bounce. See, okay. I imagine it's just a fucking dude that's pulling up in like a fucking uh like a, a Ford Pacer, and he's just like fucking blaring Def Leppard. Yeah, or REO <laughs> Speedwagon. Yeah, like... all right, Night Ranger. Yeah. Bad company. <laughs> Take it on the road. Oh god. Sprinkling shit. (laughs) Um through uh Oral's own stage persona, uh, he would retell this healing uh multiple ways and in different illnesses ranging from the flu to a mental breakdown. Um in August 1935, Oral Roberts gave his first sermon, and uh a year later he was a licensed pastor through the Pentecostal Holiness Church. Oh, nice, cool. Yeah. During that first year, he put up some amazing rookie numbers. Uh, he had an <clears throat> impressive 667 batting average with preaching 600 sermons and saving 400 people with almost 100 people being baptized in the Holy Spirit and orally, pers- and oral, orally, Jesus, and oral <laughs> personally baptized 69 people himself. Yay, oh. fucking did. <laughs> Yay, did. Nice. So, Baptize me with my sloppy tongue. I'm, I'm reading Genesis with that tongue. In the beginning. The only bottle of water, <laughs> the only body of water you need to be baptized in is in my mouth. Oh. It's a puddle of drools. You get it? That one. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't get my joke, instead of doing ABCs with your tongue, you read the Bible. You, know, you just do the NIV over and over. 
you know, anybody? I, I thought it. it was some sort of snake serpent situation. No, my joke just flatlined. No, uh, it's good once you explain it a little bit better. Yeah. I don't all the best, best jokes have to be explained. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I agree with you. <sighs> it makes it last longer. It's like a good <laughs> fart. It lingers in the air. <laughs> You won't last by the time I get to Exodus. Um, uh, it's a slow burn, but I like yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, it is a slow burn. Trust me. Especially <laughs> when you get to the New Testament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By that time, all the moisture has gone and it's just burning. Um, yeah, it's a li- but oddly, it's a little less painful in the New Testament than the Old Testament. <laughs> Shocking, right? In, in July 1938, Oral published his first book through the Holiness Pe- Pentecostal Church, a uh, publishing company called Salvation by the Blood. The Blood. Just want to remind you all, you can, everybody can publish a book. Self-publishing is not terribly yep. hard. Yep. So saying yeah. that you wrote a book isn't the biggest flex We've got ever. four. We've got four. I have four, I have four books. Yeah, we do. We've, we have four books. Remember, oh, guys, wow. we wrote four full books oh, and we man. published them. Don't you remember? No, I should have. Yes. What's the first rule of improv, you guys? Yes. Oh, and yes. 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 I, wrote, I you Sorry. did. You... I thought you really wrote books, and I was like, "Fuck." I, was, I, was I know I'm spaced out, but I'm not that spaced out. Am I was I? like, "Donovan, you've been taking my scripts and turning them into books that I don't know about." <laughs> I fucking know. I'm gonna all the that. best <laughs> jokes. Um, uh, that the August Oral got his uh, <laughs> preaching license. He met his future wife Evelyn at a Bible conference, but it would take two more years until they started their relationship. Oh, Evelyn, he had to wear her down. Yes, he well, did. Oh well, well, Evelyn was in love uh, from the day uh, they met, but Oral was too focused on his career to even notice her. Oral moved oh, to I'm West. Sorry, sweetheart. Jesus is the only thing on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oral would move to Westville, Oklahoma. Um, his father was pastoring the church, and Oral came to give him help and make a name for himself. Um, Oral and Ellis would sit behind the house, and Oral could finally figure out why preachers weren't healing because he was called to do it, but no one else was doing it. Ellis told him that there would be an amazing outpouring of these gifts for about 30 years before Jesus's return. And God told him that Aura would be the biggest, uh, would bring the biggest crowds to watch him. Mm. Um, so, man, I wish my dad was as confident in me about anything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You'll be lucky if you'll be a garbage man. Right. <laughs> what? It, that's a fucking sweet union job. You're lucky hey, if you're a garbage man. Speaking of emo, this they don't like tell a- you that at five. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of emo, this sounds like the background of uh, Welcome to the Black Parade. My father, would you be a hero of the broken, the beaten, and the damned? (laughs) But I like Uh, that it's in an accent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Evelyn uh, had backslid during this period because she loved dancing. Then their paths crossed again in 1938, and this time Oral noticed her, and she met nine out of his ten qualifications to be his wife. Hell yeah, stick to your standards, King. <laughs> Please tell me what they are. I don't want to go into it. It's 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 just no. It's, you need to. I can't. We, I it's in the autobiography. I don't have it in front of me, bro. We went through all the rules of the fucking Branham cult. I can't. Yeah. It's just it's it's a lot of that. It's like. <clears throat> 
It's like uh, she better well, fucking biggest... not dance. I know that. Well, that's <laughs> that would be like one of them. Uh, the only big uh, being the biggest is that she uh, she wasn't a Christian, so she had to be a Christian. Well, um, and she gave herself back to Christ in a tent a, a tent revival for the assemblies of God. Um, but oh, one of them shit. was like she has to be educated and she has to be this and like well dressed and you know. <laughs> have both ears meaning she hasn't met my brother yeah yeah um <laughs> oral proposed to evelyn while they were on a fishing trip um and Romantic. he didn't stutter <laughs> and he didn't stutter once when he said this to her donovan quote evelyn my huge happy hilarious heart is throbbing lasting suns living gorgeously triumphantly with a lingering daring beautifulest bounteous beaming eyes i am literally lost i am literally lonesomely lost in a dazzling daring delightful dream in which your fair felicitous fancy-filled face is ever present like a colossal comprehensive constellation will you be my sweet smiling soulful satisfied spouse Maybe so it sounds we can go like down the by the bay and make things out of clay. What do you say? <laughs> sounds like the opening for a letter Kenny episode. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, I guess he wanted to show off his non-stuttering <clears throat> skills. Um oh, is that why he I thought maybe he had just read Cat in the Hat for the first time and was trying to could have been, you know. This Dr. Seuss is on to something. <laughs> <laughs> uh oral wanted to get married and fuck right away but evelyn was a teacher and a teacher couldn't be married at this time uh she had to wait until the summer to uh until her uh contract expired um oral is that why we have summer weddings is that why i don't think so i just think because it's everybody's off of work oh okay um, or to take vacations then um uh, Oral couldn't wait to get it on with the oral, so he persisted, and Evelyn went to the school board, and then they approved of their marriage for the last six months of her contract, and they got married on December 25th, 1938. Oh, way to oh. make that day all about you. Yeah, but uh, so she was like, I have to wait six months to get married, and he's like, no, no, my dick needs to get wet now. <laughs> Just, it's so inconsiderate to have a wedding on Christmas. Everybody has so much else to do right. that, that day. <laughs> Jesus is like on my birthday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Rude. Yeah. Uh, Oral was so poor at this point that he needed to take out a $20 loan from the bank to pay for the wedding. Evelyn had to give Oral money to buy her her own wedding gift. His dad um, walks so. in, he's like, you got 20 bucks? Okay, look, let me tell you something. It's a new reprint of the Bible, so just give me like 10. And I'll go, get us one of those. And then I got catering for your wedding. Bring it all out. Let me just hold $10. <laughs> Son, I was going to get you a wedding gift of a Bible. Um, could I borrow 10 bucks? And you know, Matter of fact, and... just give me the 20 and I'll get both of your one. <laughs> uh, so uh, Oral claimed that they fucked on the first night, but had to wait a few more months to see each other again what? in March 1939. Wow. Uh, when Oral gave her g gave him her seed. Oh, wait, no, let me start that over. <laughs> when Oral gave her his seed and then Rebecca Ann was born on December 1939. So hold up. 
They got married and then they had sex on that wedding night and then he had to dip out yep. for a few months. Yep. <laughs> he's like, he's like, baby, look, I'm just saying we need to get married right away. So you go to your job and then you get it cleared, right? And then we're gonna and then I gotta go though. Yep. So you do all that. Yep. And then I gotta get out of here. Yep. And then you call me sometime. Oh, we'll you got see a baby? each other. Yeah, yeah. We could literally wait for the next three or four months when we see each other again to get married. No, nope. no, it's got to be now. Look, I'm here. Because. I'm just saying, I'm here. This just feels what's like an rush? episode of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> yeah, what's the rush, guys? What's the rush? I'm just saying, I'm already here. Come on. Come on, Karini. Have you watched the new season? Dude, I don't want to fucking talk about it right now. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Every right time now. I sit down to watch it, uh, someone, you know, one of my kids comes in the room and I have to turn it off. Dude Which has one? hamsters and his mom living in his closet. Chaz, and he's watch... wondering why his girlfriend won't have sex with him. Did you watch the one from this week? I did. Where they finally have sex. Yeah. And the dance he did. Yep. I screamed. And when he was out with his friends, <laughs> like telling the waitress and his friends that his girlfriend won't have sex with him. I'm just like, dude. Uh, guys, I never thought I should ever say this phrase, but let's get back to oral. Let's talk <laughs> more about oral, please. I've Bro. said that phrase a few times in my life. <laughs> you seem a little, uh, you know, scatterbrained. Get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Those first few years were rough for the new family. Oral tried his hand at traveling evangelists like his father, but it wasn't paying the bills or gaining much traction. Oh, uh, poor guy. Yeah, Oral did find a gift during these lean years, and that was fundraising. Ooh. His first venture. I got was... this box of candy bars. <laughs> I got a story to tell. Give me one second. Uh, his first <laughs> venture was to raise money to furnish a dorm for a new Bible college. Oral raised $70 by asking for dimes. Damn. Was he There's selling a lot? Wrapping paper? Nope, he was just getting money for the for the school. Please, and can I he, have a dime? Yeah, that's all he was saying. Basically, yeah, yeah. Well, it works for the March of Dimes, I guess. Seventy <laughs> fucking dollars, bro. Yeah, that's a so, lot of dimes. That's a lot of money too back then. Yeah, this story I had to tell really quick is uh, I took two of my friends down to Philadelphia and we were eating at a cheesesteak place outside, nice. and these two kids came up with candy. And they were like, you guys want to buy some candy bars to support our football team? And I'm like, yo, this is a fucking scam. So I was like, no, I'm all right. And then my friend Josh was like, no, I'm all right. And then our friend Carter, who lives in the middle of nowhere and never like really seen like stuff like this before, was like, sure, I'll take a Reese's. And like the dude, was, he was like, he was like, all right. He was like $5. And Carter was just like, what? And he was like, $5. I was like, dude, you got to pay him. You said yes. <laughs> And he handed him a can- <laughs> he handed him a uh, a two pack of Reese's, oh, like a sixteen seventy nine cent pack of Reese's, and I, I was cracking up laughing the whole entire time. I well, was like, you football got stuff is expensive. City scams are my favorite sure. scams. Oh, like, they're the best. The shoe scan, the shoe shine ones when they start shining your shoe, and then you're like, wait, yeah. wait, wait, please stop. Because I'm, I'm not going to pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, I, fine, let me dirty your fucking shoe back up. <laughs> yeah, I had a guy come up and just tell me jokes one time. And then and then he the final joke was like, you know what the greatest nation in the world is? I was like, no, what? He's like, donation. And he put out oh, his hand. I was like, you got me. You, you got, got me. me. I got to give you something now. Yeah. You got it. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I, my uh, rule is like, if you make me laugh, 
or you're like a legit street performer and I stop to look, I owe you a donation. I usually just throw it to him if I'm walking by. Nice, Donovan. Nice. No, you just chuck like, a change? No. Dimes? Just chucking <laughs> dimes at people. You just go to the bank and just hand them dollar bills and you're like, give me as many dimes as you can yeah. with this. I'll take two rolls of dimes, the real Wait, the real fucked up part is I stand there and I stare at him with my arms at my side like an angry gorilla for like five <laughs> minutes. And then I and really then... aggressively throw him at the ground and walk away. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right. We got to continue with this. We're almost done. Oral right, took that his guy's first... not really frozen in the wind. <laughs> Oral took his first pastoral position in Fuquay, North Carolina, and for the first time, his young family felt secure with a house over their head and food on the table. But it didn't last long as Oral uprooted the family in July 1942 as he took another pastoral role at a Pentecostal holy church in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Oh, most he's like, living the dream now. Yeah, most likely because Evelyn wanted to move back to, out to Oklahoma. Um, yeah. She's She's like, up here in North Carolina, North Carolina, the winds just aren't free enough for me. Nope. Oral. Nope. No Probably because she had an unreliable husband and a bunch of kids and needed a family <laughs> network to support her. Uh, that doesn't in, happen. Yeah. In October 1943, the Roberts welcomed their first son into the world, Ronald Roberts. Ronald oh, or Ron so fucked up. Yeah. Ronald or Ronnie would become Oral's favorite child and become his little helper where he had a lightning quick recall and a memory, but more on that much later. Um, he's going to come oh. into the story later. Oh, you mean the, the kid who didn't grow up as the golden child has a golden child now? Huh? Huh? Yeah. It's funny weird. how that stuff comes full circle. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. My um, favorite part of that story is when he was born and he held him up in the operating room, the you know, the delivery room. And he was like, this is my favorite child now. I don't <laughs> he's like got any a penis. Of, <laughs> I don't like any of the others. <laughs> Inferior. He just started pointing. Inferior. <laughs> <laughs> In Shawnee, Oral was having a complicated time. He was having issues with the Pentecostal holiness domination and butting heads with leadership. He was also extremely upset with the way the state of Oklahoma had allowed their young high school women to become whores when their physical education class uniform required them to wear slacks with a white t-shirt. What? That's that what is pretty funny, though. I got to calm yeah. down for a second. Hold on. Yeah. I mean, all that porn I found in, out in the forest was usually women in slacks and white shirts. God damn it. <laughs> Maybe showing a little ankle. I'm enraged right now. Um, and hard <laughs> as a rock. Uh, oral. I and can't his... do my job at my church if all these <laughs> girls going to be wearing all these inappropriate clothes. Why was he watching the high school girls do P.E.? Why it they was a wall that? that came out and like they were they it was like a it was a um culture war um fucking uh, creeper yeah American oral and culture his... is a bunch of whores that's why <laughs> oral and his fellow funny I'm sorry decided... I'm sorry okay. I felt it's gross okay. saying that I really it's do right. <laughs> uh oral and his fellow funnies decided the only way to combat this scourge was to open their old own Pentecostal holiness college. And Oral went to fundraising right away, and in just one service, 
He raised over $1,300, which is almost $25,000 today during peak wartime. Damn. Oh, yeah, the fucking world war is going on right now. Yep. And he didn't. Why isn't he in the army? Tuberculosis. Well, he's going to die in the South Pacific anyway. Might as well. (laughs) He's got tuberculosis. Lucky. Yeah. Uh, Oral grew unsatisfied, and it was only compounded when in the the summer of 1945, his family was sent to Georgia to pastor a church only to be rejected by the Georgia Denominational Conference, partially because he was an outsider, but also because of Oral's brashness, and the Roberts came right back to Oklahoma before the end of the year. Listen, sorry, Oral. You're loud and annoying. Yeah. We don't want you. Basically. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Does my the... brother work here? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been talking to my mother again? One of the major theological issues that bothered that was bothering Oral was the lack of healing being used within the once great Pentecostal world. Mm. While in Georgia, Oral claimed that he was called out to a man who had crushed his foot when he w- dropped a motor on it. Right. Blood. Yeah. Blood was gushing from his foot and as the man was screaming um, in agony, Oral leaned over, put his foot on the tip of the boot and prayed. And suddenly the blood stopped, the bones fused back together and everything was healed. Would have been nice to take the motor off first, though, huh? (laughs) (laughs) He's still why are you still screaming in agony? (laughs) I'll just heal. It just keeps breaking over and over again. (laughs) Um, the healed man wondered why Oral kept his powers a secret, and Oral fixated on the notion as well. Why have I kept this all to myself for so long? Oral fixated on that notion as well. Oh, is this a quote? No, that, that was a joke. Oral fixation. Oh. oh. <sighs> There's too many explaining jokes in this. In this episode, guys. no, I'm gonna be honest, I'm already burnt <laughs> out on oral. <laughs> like, oral's gotten boring, guys. Like, it's all we've done. This is never. <laughs> well, we gotta do something else. To sorry, this up. there's nobody called anal in this story. I'm sorry, Donovan. I mean, is he is there gonna be at least a missionary somewhere? <laughs> Can we take that sound bite of him saying oral has gotten boring and just send it to his wife? <laughs> never. Uh, uh, if you go back to our second faith healing episode the nation was chilled the fuck out during and after the war uh, when it came to religion pentecostalism was an ignore to mock sect of the church uh, which caused a tamed down version of the show which included faith healing Uh, there was also a ton of bad press that seemed to follow faith healing and people where people People weren't actually being healed. Bullshit. That's not um, true. Yeah. That f- fucking liberal media. Uh, yeah. yeah. Amy Semple McPherson had died in 1944, oh. and William Branham wouldn't start his healing revivals until 1947. This cool down period wouldn't would only last so long, though. Was it when she really died, or was it when she faked her death? When she really died. Oh, okay. When she really died. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. She's still alive. Mm-hmm. 
she healed herself over and over again. Now she's just living like the girls and death becomes her. Yep. Yep. Oh shit. That makes sense. That um, makes a lot of sense. In 1946, Oral took a position in Enid, Oklahoma. This started off as a clusterfuck for his family as the church did not have a parsonage for the Roberts and they had to stay in a small home of a church member. In only a short time, Evelyn was about to lose her goddamn mind and demanded Oral to find a place for them to live. Get off <laughs> my back. In oh, Oral's just imagine the sniping be between her and the lady who owned the house. And, oh my God, like, yeah. Also, the lady who, you know, the <clears throat> owners of the house, like, how long can you have house guests before you just start hating them? Yeah, with kids, too. Yeah. Um, and the one's always acting like he's fixing shit that he can't fix. Exactly. I prayed oh, over this. About... What? I prayed over this broken faucet, and now yeah. it still drips. Yeah, don't worry about calling <laughs> the plumber. I took care of it. <laughs> My healing power is only on people. <laughs> Not on appliances. I'm figuring it out as I go. I wasn't aware. <laughs> in Oral's autobiography, he claimed that he was still conflicted with his calling and what he was doing. Quote. All this time, I had a feeling of destiny. A miraculous power was at my fingertips. I could feel it. I was frustrated and filled with inner conflicts. But I had the feeling that someday God's power could come into my life and I would deliver humanity. It isn't easy to live with one's frustrations and conflicts and questions. The only way I could drown out the voice of God that came to me about talking, his healing power to my generation, was... Oh shit, I fucked all that up. The only way I could drown out the voice of God that came to me about taking his healing power to my generation was to plunge head over heels into the work. Yeah, that sounds healthy. Yeah. You got to stop right. the voices by working a lot. <laughs> We're not supposed oh. to do that. <laughs> well, well, well. Uh, Oral was not surprise. only <laughs> Oral was not only pastoring at this time, but he was also going to school and working. This is where Oral would forever change the face of the evangelical world. They're Shannon faces. Yep. Uh, Oral was taking Bible classes uh, when he was running late one morning and hadn't done his normal Bible reading. Um, <laughs> uh, he was waiting for the bus when he remembered and ran back home and he flopped his Bible open to whatever page the Lord chose, which was Oral's favorite way of reading the Bible. And the almighty Lord gave Oral to three Johns. I mean, Third John, verse 2, boom, boom, quote, <laughs> beloved, I wish above all things that you mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Oh, thank you. That was so yeah. nice. Holy it's just, I used to do that too. I'd like open the Bible and read the page because I knew yep. the Holy Spirit, you know, yep. a lot of times it was just nonsense. But you yeah. can cherry pick something that's meaningful. Yeah, you can all the time. The book of Proverbs yeah. is literally just like a Chinese, like like a fortune cookie. You mm -hmm. can do that that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, but uh, holy heavenly shit, this blew Oral's balls off. Oh, hell the, yeah. The Lord wants us to prosper in health and in all things. It was like things. his wedding night where he blew his balls <laughs> off. Sorry. Uh, he wanted us to prosper in all things which concerned our soul 
and the thing that was most important on his soul was money. Uh-huh. He, he needed Evelyn Sorry, to weird. read this, and she agreed with Oral about his interpretation of the verse. And this would be <laughs> I the... would too. If I was in her situation, I'd be like, yeah, buddy, Please go get, get me money. <laughs> go get that cheddar. I'm sick of living in someone else's house. Uh, this would be the biblical basis for the prosperity gospel. Quote. As our souls and bodies are strong by God's power, so he wants us to prosper in our daily lives. That was a revelation to my soul. I heard one of our greatest preachers say that he wanted to be poor so he could see, so he could be like Jesus. I had heard countless Christian people said that they believed that God had put sickness on them so they could be better Christians. I had never believed it, and now the word of God substantiated what I believed. I found that there was a true scriptural basis for believing that God wants man to be happy, normal, healthy, strong, and prosperous. Delicious. Hmm. Okay. It's a great interpretation. Oh, is that really what the verse means, though? To Oral Roberts and everybody else that follows him from this point on, yes. So hmm. he um, seems to know what he's talking about. So I'll agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, so rich people are just better than us. Yeah. I've heard well, that yeah. Before. If you're rich, then you're going to be more blessed by God. Mm. Yeah. That mm -hmm. checks out. Yeah, because you're yeah. cleaner, so why wouldn't you be? You're just a better person. Yeah, you are. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I'm glad that we hit that. Uh, yeah, but that's where we're going to leave it today, guys, uh, with Oral Roberts <clears throat> finally getting the calling from God to heal, but also for the prosperity gospel. Um, so the it's going to get a lot more wacky from this point on. Um, if that makes sense, if this hasn't been wacky enough. So mm. Mm. no, not yet. No. How well, you guys feeling? I'm excited for more oral. <laughs> Donovan? It won't even Roberts. have to be like an anniversary or birthday the next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's not Christmas? <laughs> no, this one's happening more than once this year, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's... Uh... I don't know a lot about this guy. This there's a couple of big names in like uh, the evangelical world where like I just know the name. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because like it's just a figure that yeah. that's in the background. Like yeah. I know the name of some presidents, but I don't know shit about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What and, did um, you ever do, Andrew Garfield? Right. Besides be a dope <laughs> Spider Man. Um. Yeah. About from about the nineteen fifty to. Roughly the late 70s, early 80s, uh, Oral Roberts was probably second to Billy Graham. Um, when he started his healing ministry, he was one of the top people next to William Branham. Mm. Um, so he he climbs very quickly in, in a lot of power. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. So yeah, but oh, yeah. a lot of money involved, which is one of my favorite things to look into while we're doing these episodes. So this this yeah. one's fun um yeah so yeah i'm i'm very excited to learn more about him because I, you always do such great research and we always learn even about people we thought we knew we learn something new and usually gross so yeah i'm and, sure and there's a not a lot more gross oral coming up <laughs> mike with teeth uh, yeah teethy <laughs> oral um beard stubble 
Oh. What's happening? Chaz is dying again. I was dying there for a second. Um, I was thinking about <laughs> teeth or uh, beard hair getting in my teeth. Yeah, when you when you said something about uh, beard hair. So, but uh, <laughs> like I, that I episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, where the whole yeah. time he's doing like that. <laughs> that's, sorry, um, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny though how all of them? went through a sickness as a child and had parents who told them mm -hmm. that they would be the next coming of Jesus. Yeah. Yep. Almost yep. like if you treat people a certain way, you know, I believe it. and, and there's no, there's no confirmation that like their parents actually did that. It's, you know, it's all reworking of history and everything. I mean, of course the, the face of Jesus shining through when his father's brain over him was either was a fever fever dream or absolutely didn't happen. So kayfabe. Um, yeah. So that's all pretty much it is. So, um, and his father played along for his whole, his whole life. Well, uh, get so. that cheddar boy. Yeah, absolutely. His father definitely benefited from his own ministry because I didn't put it in the script or in the future scripts, but like they would request his father to come out because He's got the same, the power had to come from somewhere, right? Oh, so. he can go to that. He can go to that function while I go to this function. Yep. Yep. And he can yep. use his healing powers that I inherited from him. Yeah. yeah. His dad his seems mom. to so be wait, the only, the only Are they from God or from his dad's dick? Aren't A little bit of both. From, aren't we all from God's <laughs> dick? God's <laughs> dick to his dad's dick to his. From God's dick to my mouth. To you, hear, you hear it. <laughs> to his ears whatever original <laughs> sin is a thing so why can't this be passed down to from god's dick to his ears it, it feels like his dad was probably the only person that was nice to him anyway that's what and, it seems like he was like cleaning up and, like the he blood wasn't around his walls he was like cleaning wiping the blood off from his yeah. tuberculosis coughs He's yeah. like, oh, i'm sorry that your brother's a piece of shit <laughs> it's gonna be all right pal patting him on the but back yeah yeah, his his father wasn't around most of the time, so it's uh, I could see that happening where Vaden is quote unquote the man of the house and just like Seems being like tyrannical, that. so or his uncle. Uh, so yeah, all right. Well, we'll leave it there. Um, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, you can follow us, please, everywhere uh, at xcompod.com. Um, get links to our Patreon and our other social medias. Um, Please join our Patreon. You'll get an extra episode each week. We just started doing that today. We just recorded a new one. Um, and you'll get a bunch of other goodies. Donovan is reworking the Patreon for everyone. Um, so it'll be more accessible and more to understand it a little bit better, I guess. Uh, but uh, we are, and then I just want to throw this out there too. One big change we're doing on there is we're setting it up. So if you join even the free tier on there, you get a link to the Discord. So Technically, the Discord is going to be free for everybody, but you have to join just the free tier, and then you will get okay. the link because we want the Discord to be wider and open to as many people as we can to get more of an, a, a community to grow and yeah. back each other up. The, the number one rule is don't be an asshole. So Absolutely. Don't do that. Yep. Yeah. Don't it's, join if you're just going to be an asshole. Yep. It's moderated. Yeah. And like I said, you have to join the Patreon to do that, but it's the free tier. So. yeah we have a free tier so uh yeah so uh yeah yeah one, <laughs> yeah, one free tier <laughs> um 
What else was I going to say? Uh, oh, thank you to the band Iron Sheik for letting us use their song. Those heads are our heads. Uh, go find them on uh, Bandcamp. Uh, it's Iron C H I C. And uh, Donovan, do you have anything for? Oh wait, no, you got to follow me on James Bastard or James Dobson's Bastard Son on TikTok or seventeen underscore seconds or Chaz X Cure on Instagram. Um, and Donovan, do you have anything for us? Yeah, uh, one of my favorite songs to listen to right now is uh, Fist City by Loretta Lynn. It's so fucking great. I don't know if you guys have ever heard it. I love that title. It's yeah. Just, <laughs> I figured it was fitting for the first Oral Roberts episode. We're all going to go to Fist City. <laughs> it's literally just a song by Loretta Lynn about like this chick that's like fucking with her man. She's going to beat the shit out of her. Oh, She's okay. Like, you keep Ooh. messing with my guy. I'm going to take you to Fist City. <laughs> Well, this is a, that no effects song, Love or Liza and something. I forget what the name of the song was. Sounds dirty. It was. Mm. Right, go check that song out. That's what that's all I got for this week. Chrissy, do you have anything for us? <clears throat> so I've been watching this like kind of unknown indie show called The Boys. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> oh yeah. I still have never watched it because I don't have Amazon Prime. What? No. The Boys is one of my favorite shows of all fucking time. It's pretty great. Um, it's so good. I'm watching it with my husband at night, and it's it's fun. It's a fun one. It's a pretty gory and violent, mm-hmm. which I'm normally not into, but I I like this show. So That's go awesome. watch it if you have Amazon Prime. Hell yeah! Who's your favorite character so far? Homelander. You mean Ron DeSantis? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same fucking person. <laughs> so say, well, this is the same reason that Cersei Lannister was my favorite in Game of Thrones. Like, you don't have to like your favorite character, but they're the ones that are mo- the most compelling to watch. I feel you. Homelander's fucking you. crazy, especially yeah. as it goes on. He just gets more and more wild. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, there's some stuff that's yeah. I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> I well, I've read the comic books, so I like I know what I'm getting into. Okay, dude. awesome. That's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome, so, guys. Yeah, check it out if you haven't heard of it. I'll make sure I get a uh, Amazon Prime just to watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, should. That's good. Fuck, fuck Bezos. Just, just yeah, fuck Bezos. Just, like All right. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Peace be with you. My dogs are over by me now, so they know it's over. Peace be with you. And with your spirit. And everybody get some moral. (laughs) Or give some moral. One of the two. Get or give. It's better to give than receive. Both at the same time. Get in that number position, whatever it is. 32. Yes. (laughs) 32. That sounds like the beginning of a human centipede. I like my looks, I like my personality. Try